Well, before we start our episode today, we want to welcome a new partner, Cards Direct, into our fold. They're a great sponsor. They're sponsoring this episode and a lot of episodes coming up. And, you know, we always say, Brian, that if everyone is doing it one way, you've got to do it another way. You've got to stand out from the crowd. And nowhere could that difference be more stark than in how you speak to your clients and prospects. Yep, we live in a digital age, but prospects and customers are craving something more personal. Greeting cards are the answer. As a sales professional, you can do greeting card marketing in conjunction with your digital marketing. It's a welcoming, personal way of keeping in touch. Cards Direct offers greeting cards for a new era. They are custom, can be branded with your logo, photos, company colors, and more. You can personalize the interior message and upload signatures right into the cards. They'll even address and stamp the envelopes for you. I just had a couple samples and I love these things. You know, I never had greeting cards before and I'm finding so many different uses for it once I had these things. The best part, the Advanced Selling Podcast listeners can go to cardsdirect.com slash ASP for 25% off your order plus free shipping. That's cardsdirect.com slash ASP for 25% off your order and free shipping and welcome to Cards Direct to our tribe. In this episode of the Advanced Selling Podcast, we make a cat lover love connection between a cat snuggler and a cat walker. Bill says the word buttressed. And we talk about how to process the emotions of losing. Hey, everybody. Bill Kasky. Brian Neal. Back at the Advanced Selling Podcast, the longest running sales training podcast. We are glad you are with us. We come to you every Monday morning with a new topic that we hatch, sometimes out of thin air. Sometimes it's something that Brian and I talk about in the pre-show, and sometimes it's things that we're struggling with as well. We are a smidge distracted, at least I am right now, because yeah, we're watching away. a screensaver thing that we is from an Apple device where they do those flyovers of those cities, and we can't figure out if this is actually a guy with a 38-story selfie stick filming <laughs> this thing way up in the high. No, we can't figure out what the city is. Uh, it's got a JW Marriott there, and there's a little thing coming up. There's a sign on that little um, building over there. See, Bill, with the red, the round circle with the red over yeah, by the JW? Yeah, That's I a stadium. Yeah. Wouldn't it be weird if I studied it for like an hour and a half and <laughs> I realized think you have been. it was Indianapolis? <laughs> like, wait a second. Wait a second. There's my... Here's my house. Oh. Well, we uh, would love to come out and see you and your sales team sometime. The fall is a great time. It's a good time for uh, retreats and kickoff sales meetings and rollouts and things like that. So Brian and I are always busy doing that. If you're interested in having a conversation about whether we might be a fit for your team, email us at listener at advancedsellingpodcast.com. In the subject line, just put something like, come see us. And or some other clever subject line, and we'll be glad to get the ball rolling. Faux show. Sure. You know, I listen to a lot of podcasts, as, mm-hmm. as I don't know if you do. Do you listen to a lot of I podcasts? I really don't. No, yeah. I'm not really a podcast. I listen to ours. Yeah. <laughs> you listen to ours. <laughs> Self-critique. <laughs> it is funny. We'll be on a plane somewhere with my significant other, and I'll have my earbuds in, and I'll start laughing. <laughs> and she'll be like, what are you laughing at? And I'll, I'll, I'll just turn my oh, phone. No. And it just, no, it'll just says advanced selling podcast. I'm like, I'm laughing at it. And she shakes her head. She's like, exactly. Like, you idiots. Well, I was listening the other day, and this this guest, you know, a lot of podcasts really hype their guests yeah. about, I'm going to be talking today to the most awesome, influential, amazing, beautiful, spectacular person. You're going to learn so much. This is going to transform your life. And I always feel like, oh, come on. Yeah. Come on, just drop it down a notch or two. The hyperbole <laughs> is just... So anyway, this guy has this uh, lady on who is an expert in goal setting. 
okay. in, in, a, in achievement. Yeah. And so he's interviewing her, and she's got a very a very nice vibe about her. And I, you know, and he was getting into the interview, and he goes, "Well, t- tell me, give me an example of a of a goal that you set recently that you're really proud of." <laughs> and she goes, "Well, uh, I'll give you an example from yesterday." Uh, she says, "I was uh, I got up in the morning, and yeah. I didn't have my plan set." Oh. And she said, "I I set a goal of snuggling with my cat all day." <laughs> Snuggling no, with kidding. my cat. No, <laughs> swear to God, this is a business person, a business podcast, oh. and I'm sure that the podcast host and you would know him. I'm not going to give you his okay. name. You would know him. Yeah, was probably thinking, "Oh my <laughs> gosh, what? Wh- where did it? Wh- who booked this guest? Who the hell booked this guest?" <laughs> and she went on like a little two minute monologue on her cat and about how it was it was comfy and it was snuggy. Yeah. And that was her goal for the day. I'm like. Yeah. I would have picked another goal, wouldn't you? I mean, I'd pick another pet. That's just me. <laughs> yeah, I, you don't I, like pets. But. It's not my deal. And then I think so. The people that I know that ha- what cat snuggles with you? Cats don't cats do that. that. Do they? they hate people, right? She was, they go and hide until they want some food, and then they come maybe she put it, a so. sheet over its head. Yeah. Um, anyway, yeah, but I thought uh, of all stories to tell, and she knew she had a business audience because this is a business audience. Did Snuggling she, with your cat probably not a goal that you want to bring up. Did she accomplish her goal? I, I turned it off after that. I <laughs> I'm shook, sure you But did. I said, I got something because we're going to use that on this podcast. Unsubscribed. <laughs> She's the uh, cat snuggler. There's uh-huh. a guy that uh, uh, runs in my neighborhood that's, that you see normal people running or common people. I've see, seen him for 20 years running. This guy runs. We call him in our family the cat walker, though, because not only does he run twice a day and look at his watch and he runs the exact same time, exact same routes, he also walks his cat on a leash, which is cat. a little weird to yeah. me. I just don't, he's the cat walker. So if the cat snuggler and the cat walker, maybe we should hook these two up. <laughs> these two right? up. Maybe we yeah. should uh, yeah, get them up on Bumble, swipe right, cat walker, cat God. snuggler. All right. All topic. right, you pick, you pick the topic. So I did. Well, I picked go. the topic inspired by you in the pre-show. So we're going to talk today about how to handle losing emotionally and internally versus externally. And, uh, you know, show comes up, uh, Bill and I were talking about some stuff before we got going about, okay, what do you do when you, when you lose something, when you don't get chosen, you don't get chosen for a promotion or a job, or you don't get selected in a deal. You think things are going good. We've done a lot of talk about how to go back to a deal that we've lost or save a deal externally. What we haven't done is how do we manage it internally? How do we process it emotionally, both ourselves and then for sales leaders, how do sales leaders stand in front of their team that has lost, not met a goal, lost a big deal, that sort of thing. Mm -hmm. Or where their team is just not making the numbers and the whole team is losing. It doesn't have to be a micro thing. Yeah, so today's going to be a little bit therapeutic. So this is a good uh, podcast to listen to if you've recently lost a big deal. And if you're just listening to it now, it's great to prepare you for getting ready to lose one. Exactly, because I don't know about you, but that's occurred a couple times with me, uh, where we lose a a big deal. And how do we handle it and process it emotionally? Yeah. The first thing that I thought about when you brought this up as a topic is I always think about, well, what's really happening here when we feel... bent out of shape about a loss or we feel bitter. Sometimes we lose something and we say, well, geez, that serves that person right. We don't want to be bitter. But I think there's a confusion between our the roles that we play in life, like salesperson, podcaster, marketing person, director, whatever, and the identity, who we are as human beings. Yes. Uh, you know, your identity and mine is is 
it's unlike anybody's on the planet. Yes. Uh, we're so, we're so unique in, in our experiences and our, our soul and our consciousness and, and not to get too deep into it, but those are two very distinct, different parts of us, our mm-hmm. roles that we play mm-hmm. and the identity. And unfortunately what happens is when we play a role and the role gets rejected, like you lose a deal or yeah. a significant, significant other leaves you or whatever, yeah. it affects our identity. And it yeah. really, there's two, they're two different things. Totally so it's separate. that line between the two that has to be buttressed so that the role buttressed. Look that up, my friend. I'm going to right now. B U T T but R E S S Ress Buttressed. Buttressed. I think it's a. I think buttressed means it's there's a support wall outside. Okay. I believe you. I'm no, you don't. You, you wouldn't be looking it up. You don't believe me. <laughs> no, I believe you. I literally don't know what it is. Okay. So I'm going to look it up. Keep going. So <laughs> now I don't know where I am. So we got we to find that line between our ro- the roles that we play, a father and mother and, and student and athlete yeah. and salesperson and our identity. And uh, we're not talking identity politics here. That's a whole All different right. identity. This identity is who you are inside. Yes. To increase the strength of or justification for to reinforce mm-hmm. to reinforce really the good. line to reinforce yeah. the line to buttressed yeah. well done that was a yeah. well played yeah and and buttressed is a word that kind of it's kind of funny i mean it's great no butt rest you, you, yeah. butt rest getting some butt rest here i'm laying down getting some butt trust <laughs> <laughs> um so uh well i wrote down um uh some things that i found helpful to me that are counterintuitive here's one of them uh, I learned this in a little fellowship group I'm in. When you're down, stay down. Too often we are taught, especially in the United States, when you get knocked down, get back up and come up swinging. Yeah. And we don't get okay enough staying in the pain of the loss of whatever that is. And therefore, we quickly mask over it and don't realize that it's actually leaving some scars behind. So sometimes it's okay to wallow around a little bit when you lose a big deal to just get okay with that and let those emotions and things process themselves versus trying to cover them up and and get over them too quickly because you'll take them with you and then they can cause problems down the road. Now, that's a little bit heavy, I think, for selling. But at the same time, I think too often people, they lose a big deal and they're like, okay, well, whatever, we'll go out and find another one, which we talk about abundance and attachment and going out and that's okay. Sometimes, you know, it's okay. It's okay if you're pissed, upset, sad, whatever feel like you're an idiot for a little bit, that's okay. Just be down there for a minute. Don't try to mask it too quickly. When you're down, yeah, stay down. No, that's really good because I think we, we get up and we move on to medicate the pain, exactly. to, to get rid of the pain. Exactly. And sometimes there might be value in the pain. Maybe yes. through feeling the pain, we say, you know, I didn't like it, but you know, now that I think about it, I was a little pushy on that first call. Yes. Or, you know, so there there is value in wallowing in it. Yes. The pain is not a weakness. It's not a weakness at all. No. Lisa, it's a better self-discovery. Well, I had something similar uh, for my first one, and that is when we look back to deals we lost or things we didn't pop up the way we wanted them to, what lessons are there? How can we reflect on what really occurred and can we learn lessons? You know, we used to talk a lot about is there any kind of a lost sale process? So when you do lose a sale, does anybody contact that prospect? And I don't think it can be you, but you have a company, a research company, and I, I had a client, you remember him, uh, Chet mm-hmm. was with the company, yeah. and they, they spent a lot of money. They went back and researched 
They researched every deal they lost. They had a company that did it. And through the interviews, they found out so much about where the salesperson screwed up, where the company screwed up. The value wasn't there. The pricing was, it, was, it wasn't ever the price was too high. It was just not, not explained clearly enough. So yeah. there's a lot of value in wallowing in the lost sale. Can I react to that? <laughs> you knew that was coming, didn't you? I did. I, did. I just told that story at dinner last Thursday. I was with did some you people really? that used to work there, and I hadn't seen them for a long time. And I said, uh, you guys remember Chet? I said, Bill and I still mention this in the podcast, and lo and behold, there it is. That's great karma. Just <laughs> Thursday night karma. at dinner, I was. Oh, I said, funny. can I react to that? Um, okay, here's another one. Uh, I'd like you to think about the, the karmic reaction that you have to deals like this, and I want you to think about putting better karma out than maybe you be, you're feeling internally um, because I think it's a good long-term play for you. And so I want you to think positively about the person that got the deal and the company that didn't pick you, even to put that into physical form to reach out to them to say, hey, I understand it wasn't me. I really hope you guys you know, have a good relationship with that other company or whoever that is. If anything ever goes wrong sideways or you just want to chat more about the deal, I'm more than happy to reach back out. And I'll stay in touch just to check in to see how things are going. Mm-hmm. Even a call to That's the competitor good. to say, hey, man, you know, good work. I know we were up against each other in that deal. Happy for you guys that you got it. Yeah. Um, I think you'll do great there. If you guys ever need anything, we're here for you, that sort of stuff. I would have sent that to you if, if I'd have got the deal that we both lost, <laughs> but I didn't get anything from the guy that I won, did, did you? I didn't send it to the winner, which I would if oh, I that's saw right. him. We're yeah, supposed we to know. send it to him. Yeah, totally. Yeah, Never yeah, yeah, mind. Yeah, yeah. No. I, I, I guess that would be a little rude. I photocopied sends... a picture of my butt tryst and uh, sent it to him. No, I didn't do that. <laughs> Just kidding. That'd be funny if he sent a note to us after hearing this saying, yeah, sorry you guys didn't get yeah, it. Yeah, totally. <clears> He's like, mwahaha. Yeah, you know, we talk about a detachment a lot. Mm-hmm. And if you, I know a lot of people have been ordering the program all in. You've heard some of our promotions for it. And yeah. uh, Brady, that uh, is a really good spokesperson for it. And in all in, we spent a lot of time on detachment and yep. this notion of, are we really detached or are we just saying we're detached? And Ooh. we had a thing uh, the other day, I had a call from a client that we, you and I share, Brian, and the, the salesperson was lamenting that the emails that were going back and forth between he and the prospect were kind of deteriorating. And they were, you know, at some point the guy just said, you know what, we're not going to do anything right now. Yeah. But it all came through email. And I asked this person, what happened on the first call? What happened during the first meeting you had with this person? And he told me, and when you you know, we have the luxury of being 30,000 feet from the, from the thing that happened. When yeah. you're in the moment, you can't yeah. ever think of these things. So, but what happened was our guy was not detached. Mm. He was very attached because not from, from a standpoint of desperation, just he wanted, he wanted the deal really bad because he wanted to help these people. And so when that drives you, then I think you fall harder yes. when you lose deals. Yes. And so if you can keep the healthy detachment I'm good with the deal. I'm good without the deal. Do I want to work with the people? Yes. Do I need to lose 100 pounds? Yes. I mean, (laughs) a callback that nobody knows. Nobody knows what that means. That's right. (laughs) I think when we're truly detached, it's a soft landing. Yes. That's great. And and I think the lesson I hear in that is I've got to continue that. uh, This detachment thing is not an event. It's not like after I lose it, I'm detached, so I go on. I'm constantly reminding myself, okay, if it doesn't happen, okay, if it doesn't happen. I got, I've got a new opportunity that I'm uh, talking to. I got brought in by a CFO who's a former client 
who's usually a stopper for in our world, usually CFOs mm-hmm. like, why are we paying these guys this money? Met CEO, VP of sales, great calls, great relationship, talk like uh, great, uh, just really good meetings, three hours worth. We're walking out to the car. CFO says, well, this is going to be the easiest sale you've ever closed. And I'm like, no. Yeah, I'm like, no, 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 no. We yeah. not. No, 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 no. <laughs> Absolutely yeah. not. Did you go, la, 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 completely. No, I just turned around and I, I uh, uh, hit him in the face. No, I punched him. <laughs> no, I didn't do that. But we, you have to monitor those things because you get, let that stuff get in your head, it'll kill you, and we know what happens, yep. right? You hear yep. that kind of stuff? Like, no, 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 no. Yeah, that's good. Last one. Uh, last one. Uh, I got this from my coaching program. I go to Strategic Coach now. Uh, it's called the Positive Focus, and I'm going to call this a Positive Focus a Look Back on what you did well in the deal and what you've done well in other deals to help you start to turn the corner up. Mm-hmm. Positive mm-hmm. focus, look back on what you did well in the deal you lost and the other deals that you've won here recently. Yeah, good. Help you. So I hope that uh, episode was good. I think that uh, it's, a, it's a reality. We can run from it and say, no, we're going to have positive mental attitude and we have, to, we have to always see the bright side and things. You know what? Sometimes we jack it up and it doesn't turn out the way we want it to and we have to be okay with it. We have to say, you know what? I screwed up instead of, well, you know, maybe... I, th- I just think we have to be honest with ourselves. Agreed. And, and so part of that is to is to understand what happened and uh, do better next time. So again, if you want to talk to Brian or I or both about having us out to facilitate or train or speak at one of your upcoming meetings, we'd be happy to talk with you. Send us a, an email at listener at advancedsellingpodcast.com and we will get back with you. See you next time. Bye.